welcome to Tree Walker Talks, episode 60, Think Spring. I thought I'd just do a little something special this week. Um, if you listen to audio, then you're actually missing out this week because I'm doing a video. You'll still get the audio version of this. You just, if I show anything, I'll try to explain it. Um, thought I'd bring you in all my glory. This is how I look normally when I'm recording, except for I'm over there at the computer. Um, yeah, I've got my stained stained or is it just dirty could just be dirty um, pajama top on and my nice black plaid pajama bottoms and my slippers and my bandana and the, the hair is kind of loose and wild this is how I roll when I'm relaxing at home okay well hopefully the lighting's good and hopefully I'm not getting too much glare off my glasses that's always a big issue when I'm uh, recording and this is how I do my notes even when I'm over there at the computer and you're not seeing me so, this episode, let's start with the Homestead update. I'll try not to close my eyes on this one, too, like I tell you I do. <laughs> but you're going to get me where I'm coughing, too. The dog's right over there. She might get up. If she does, you might tip over. Let me get a drink of water. Okay. First thing, I can't remember if I talked about this in the last one or not. Um, I did bring stuff in from the greenhouse, and I do actually talk with my hands when I'm... Uh, just recording audio too. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, I did bring sage in. It was too late for the basil, but I did bring the sage in from the greenhouse. And y'all uh, probably know this one, but I'll probably do a little update video on it. Um, it's in the spare room with the hydroponic system in the tent. Hopefully she doesn't start snoring because she's just zoomed out. Okay. Um, and the sage boy, it was smelling good, and it was doing good. Um, I also put on the other end, I trimmed off, and supposedly you can do it that way too, some whorehound, um, because it won't overwinter. A lot of the sage out there will. It was too late for the basil. Um, it froze. We got too much cold weather. Um, and the... I can't remember the name of it. Azea? Azola. Ha! Azola. The Azola's in there, so I'll have uh, a clutch group to uh, start next warm season with and I've got big plans out for the backyard um, I want to do a lot more hydro um, some aquaponics differences hydroponics you're usually using um, like a nutrient base fluid and um, with the aqua you're using like and pretty sure that's the way it is the fish excrement and stuff to do it and I'd like to do both but um, the green beans on my little trial did really good so I want to try to do green beans in a hydro system. Um, probably with duck poop and chicken poop. We'll see. I'm going to do one with that and one with regular chemicals. But this winter I have to build a roof over it with clear. I'd like to get, um, oh, the plastic panels. The name of it is escaping me right now. Um, but they are expensive. So I don't know if we're going to get to that or not. Um, I'd like to move my peonies off of the shed, or the workshop, off the side of that, because I'd like to come off of that with some, uh, like a little piece roof, and run like a trough through there too. Um, we'll see where we get. Uh, lots of plans, but already thinking spring, right? That's the name of this one. But we'll get into that more. Um, okay, so I've got that hydroponic system that I showed you the white tubes out in the greenhouse. 
the top half has plants in it, the bottom half is empty. So now I need to figure out what seeds I want to put in there. Um, definitely some basil. I um, don't know what else. I actually have to break out the seed uh, vault and see what we can have in there. Um, those two are going next. I'm almost eggless. Yep. The ones that we're laying have molted. Why they molt in the winter, it's just crazy to me. Um, so the main egg layers are giving us zero eggs. Um, in two or three days, I got one silky egg. So that's not doing a lot. Um, and I did horrible at saving them this year. We uh, gave some away. We ate a bunch. Um, the ones that started to go a little bad, I would actually cook them up and feed them out to the animals up there. So they didn't look like the eggs, so they didn't eat the eggs. Um, so right now that's it. Uh, we've got the buff orbitans that are in with the um, ducklings, which are getting more and more to be ducks. Um, they're starting to be more and more to be chickens instead of chicks. Uh, they could actually, I'm guessing probably another month, maybe two months, and they'll start laying. So do good there. Um, don't know what we're planning on doing with silkies. I need to rebuild coops out there, but I still need to get the duck coop done. I haven't got that quite done yet. Um, motivation's been a little low. I won't lie on that. Um, kind of touched on that about possibly going to see about if it's my thyroid causing some issues or what. But we'll get to that. Okay, so it kind of bothered me last night. This is still on the homestead update. The girls didn't complain. Um, we got new furniture, which I'm thankful for. Um, but there really wasn't room to put the Christmas tree up. And there's still not enough room for all the presents because they buy way too much stuff. Uh, I'm just putting it out there. Christmas should be spending time together and that stuff, but it can be a competition with some people. Um, but they put this little tree up over on that side, and it's not even lit up. They put some lights up, but they didn't complain. It didn't bother them. You know, they, they didn't whine about it or nothing. And I was sitting there yesterday, I made up my mind. <clears throat> over there, which maybe I'll zoom you over there before we call the night, um, is the Christmas tree. It's gated off because some people might tend to want to play with some of the stuff. Um, Hazel went up and bit the tree once and then left it alone. Uh, we had a piano. I had room, I cleaned out the other spare room out there. And I moved it last night. Now, my back's not feeling great from it. My arms aren't feeling great from it. They're already aching a little bit. But gosh darn it, we got our tree up. The tree is there. And it was all worth it when the girls... I woke up and the, the youngest, she's 17, but she still, she squealed. Because she was so happy that the tree was there. And they got it all decorated and good going. So, <coughs> win for me. Um... I started work, yeah, I know it's a little late, but um, one of the things I went up to Michigan to get was to get wood from a special tree, um, from someone who's no longer with us. Um, if you watched the videos, you saw the, the tree I was talking about. Um, it's fallen down. And so I got some branches from it, bigger branches, you know, about that big or so. Um, size of a baseball for those listening. Um, and I cut it up and I'm gonna make ornaments. So I started doing the ornaments today. I sliced them off the end and 
sanded the edges off. Not too much, because I still like the rustic look and drilled a hole in. Um, my brother gave me to use a wood burner, laser etcher, that kind of thing. I haven't got it set up. Um, it's been out there in the shop. I started doing it, then I couldn't get the computer out there to fire up. So it didn't get done. So I'm planning on, I might try one and just see. I'm using the wax paper and you put it on the, um, print it off with the printer and then you put it on the wood and transfer it and then clear coat it. That would be cool if that worked. But I also have a wood burner and I can hand wood burn names in because that's what I want. I want handmade ornaments with the names of the people I'm giving it to on there and the year. And maybe I can do this every year. And maybe I won't go up in November to try to get the wood. Maybe not from that tree, but different places I go. Um, maybe we'll get it in May when I go mushroom hunting. So we got that on. And then I spent a good part of the afternoon. We had some uh, fascia covering. And that's been bugging me because the wood's not looking all that great. I took the eaves down out front. <clears throat> Excuse me, they were downspouts depending on where you're from. Because um, they weren't working anyways. They used to go underneath the ground and out. And I think when they put the new water lines in, gas lines, something like that, they cut them off because they don't drain anymore. So they were clogged up in that. I took them down. I don't know if I'm putting more up up there because everything up there that I took down so far, it comes down either on the driveway or stone. So it's not going to erode away anything. So it might, we might leave that, but boy, it looks a lot better. Um, one person, so it took a little while. Okay, I think that's been quite a bit already, but that's the homestead update for that. But what I wanted to talk about, thinking spring, you know, I think spring. I don't need this anymore. I can sit that over there and get a drink. Think spring. It's that time of year again. When you start dreaming about the garden. Maybe it's not yet for you. Maybe that's January, maybe that's February. But you start thinking about the garden. Start thinking about what am I going to plant where, how I'm going to plant it, and what to order. Now I will say, I have told you people this before, I was not happy with some of the decisions Baker Creek made. <coughs> excuse me, um, during the 2020 time and stuff um, with their employees. So I don't purchase from them. Um, and this year, every year I've still ordered their catalog because they have great photos a little rough in the voice they have great photos um, I just order things from elsewhere this year I got my first catalog um, it's not from them I'm not gonna order one and I'm, I'm not going on a rant about them I'm, I don't mean that to be what this is um, but why bother you know that's wasting paper and stuff I could go online and do it but I do like to have the catalogs because I can take them with me um, I did order some, which we'll go over what I got from M.I. Gardner, because they had kind of a, he had a video on, uh, M.I. Gardner's Michigan Gardner, he's got a, a big superstore, just to type in M.I. Gardner into Google, and it'll bring up him, and you can shop there. Great seeds, great prices, loving. Um, and it's close to my own um, climate, too. But I ordered some from him, and I will still be ordering more stuff. I have to go through and see what I have. That's the next big thing to see what I need. But I did get one catalog in. And this one, I haven't actually ordered from these people. Because um, it came late last year. I didn't find out about them. 
but I don't know if you can see that. It's Southern Exposure Seed Exchange for those of you at home. And it's well laid out. They have photos. Um, I'm going to definitely go through some of them. And they even have the outstanding new varieties on the back. So that's what I'm thinking spring. I'm thinking, what am I going to plant? And when do I start planting? When do I start seeds indoor? When do I, you know, it can, well, it can, it can really just kind of barrel roll there. But that's what I'm thinking about. Um, plus, um, I've got some barrels out there and stuff. And one more hog panel fence that I think I'm not going to use for anything. So that could be another trellis. Because um, I do want to do more melons, more squash this year. My squash didn't do good last year. I barely sprouted, and then something ate a lot of them off, I think. But All right, so this came from M.I. Gardener. So let's open her up. And like I said, you don't have to be watching. If you want to, though, go to YouTube and watch it. Um, okay, so all of this, I don't think it says on here, does it? It just says what was ordered. And mine was divinely packed by Christian at M.I. Gardener. I just wanted to see it didn't give me the price. That's okay. Um, first off, we get a, a card. Um, and I have no affiliate with them, no links, no nothing. Um, just I really enjoy them. They, they've got a YouTube channel too, and he puts out videos how to and stuff. There's the, the card, the back. And then there's the front. Okay. And some of them are simply packed. And some of them, like this one, um, I get this every time, so I don't know if this is what he sends out every time. You get a complimentary one when you buy so many. And it's not that many. This is a complimentary salad bowl mix. Um, throw it in a container. Grow her up. We might even run some of that uh, before spring. Okay, now this one is a new tomato for me. Um, it's an indeterminate, uniformly round, and red tomato is both juicy and slightly tart. Also known as a mini beefsteak, making it perfect for burgers and sandwiches. And this is a Druzba tomato. If I remember right, it doesn't say on here, but this might be the... I could be wrong. I'm not even going to say where it was from originally. But that's the, the Druzba tomato. And then the next one, these are ones he actually, some of them he said on his one of his videos I saw. This is another one, a tomato, and it is a determinant. And this is a Russian heirloom, Russian heirloom. Looks exactly like a fiery red ornament on the vine with its perfect color and shape. Flavor is slightly citrusy, and fruits grow up to two inches round. Ideal for cane, juicing, and fresh eating. And this is the silvery fir tree tomato. And then I needed these some black beauty zucchinis I'm not going to read them all just the ones that are a little bit different black beauty zucchinis you know need those zucchinis i didn't get any this year okay so here's another new one it's a ha ogen melon h-a-o-g-e-n melon and is known as the melon of israel this variety is named for the hebrew word which means the anchor an early melon that grows three to four melons per plant Striking in color and texture, its variety will keep three to five days once cut. Is usually its size allows for tender flesh and overflow of sweetness. And these I do plan on growing on one of my trellises, hopefully. That's the melon. 
Hogan. Hogan. I don't know. I'm not good at pronouncing words. You know that. This one, I got two of these. Um, I wanted to do a mixture of pole beans and bush beans this year because then if one doesn't do good, the other one will. So I got two more, which would be 50 um, seeds of ideal market pole beans, which is just like green beans, but they're up for the poles. Um, this one's a new, here's two more for me. These are, should be bush. Looking at now. Yep, because it's container friendly. Bush beans. These are, and I haven't grown these before either, but they're strike bush beans. I could have looked at the front and saw that. Strike bush beans. I got two of those, so that's actually 50 of those. Um, and some of these are just things that I needed, like those and that, because I was out of them. Um, I will actually get some more stuff to try new things, too, because I like to try a couple new things every year. This one will be new for me, too. Um, I told you I wanted to break out and do some more, try some different um, hard beans, like dry beans, soup beans. And so he really liked this one is Irikara Yellow Bush Bean. A-R-I-K-A-R-A -A -A, Yellow Bush Bean. Um, originally obtained from the Irikara Tribe of North Dakota. And I'm probably pronouncing that wrong. The Aracara yellow bean has bright green pod containing creamy yellow beans with brown rings. Bushes that produce prolifically, even though drought making them. Excellent for large harvests that can dry for storage. So we're going to do some of these too. There are those, the Aracara yellow bush beans. Okay, that's all I got. Um... I don't even know how long this has been because when I'm recording, I can actually watch or look at it and see how long I've been on. So, um, has it been 20 minutes? Has it been 10 minutes? Has it been 15? Have we been here for hours? I don't know. I'm, I'm sure you do. And I'll know once I edit this. Um, so, hopefully, that gets you moving. And you can see, uh, start thinking about spring for you and gardening for you. Um... I know we have some people that live in warmer climates, um, like Panhandle of Florida, that have completely different growing seasons than I do. Um, while we're talking about that, I know I'm going to go on another tangent. I'm sorry. But uh, I really, you know, I've rethought things. I really would like to have land around here. I tell you, I love Michigan in that. And I think that's my only chance is to get land up there, though, if I want big acreage. But I would love to. I know the area down here. I know the people. Sorry about all the noise. I'm putting something away. Putting the seeds away. Um, I know the people. I know the layout. I know the the climate. I know what grows here. I know what doesn't grow here. I know some things it takes to grow here. I know when some pests come in. So it would be hard to relearn all that. But Michigan has the cheap land. Um, definitely have to figure in high tunnels for that. Down here, kind of know what I have to do. I say that because there was a, a, a property, and it's just to tell you how quick things move down here. Um, it was almost 10 acres, and great area to farm. It's sandy ground, it dries out quick, but it, it's very easy to grow in. Um, with a house, and I think it was like 230,000. And let me tell you, right now for that just that acreage, it would probably go close to that. Um, it would have been perfect. My neighbor is actually a childhood friend of mine. Uh, would have been good. The other neighbor, 
I don't know. And then the third neighbor is actually related to me. And the house was from someone related to me. It was on the market for two days. And it sold. Two days. Any farm down here where I'm at that's not exuberant priced in the millions, it goes quick. So, I don't know, that's just something that's been, been on my mind lately. So, okay. Well, I think that's all I got. Um, like I said, you got to see me in all my glory and my wanting to sleep and rest. I think now I'm going to let this go download on the computer because it's Sunday night. Um, I got some haunted shows to watch. Twin Paranormal. If you never watch them, they're kind of interesting. That's going to kill an hour, and it's actually 11.45 p.m. right now. Um, so, I guess that's it. I'd like to say I'm going to leave you with this thought, but I ain't even got one of those. So, stay alive out there, and keep on surviving.